welcome to the Rapport Rapport, where we watch and talk about every episode of the Colbert Rapport from 2005 to 2014. That's a lot of episodes. I'm Alex. And I'm Nathaniel. And let's get into the very first episode. I have never seen this. Yeah, you've never seen this before. The first joke in the entire series is about a global pandemic. Yeah. I think that's kind of funny because we live in 2022 and we, I experienced a global pandemic. Yeah, we did. They thought that flu was the worst it got, and I guess they were wrong. It got worse. And he says the thing is, fear but fear itself, I'll change that. That's it. Hmm. And, and neither of us were really hmm. watching at the time. I mean, I do remember hearing about this show when it came out, but Nathaniel was not even born yet. I was not born. So, yeah, I thought this would be fun to discuss the episodes as... It came out as they came out and uh, and uh, he was showing us around his set which has like the c-shaped desk which yeah it's shaped like a c for colbert yeah and he talked about the plasma screen on his desk which of course this was a time when that was not something everybody had does everybody have a plasma screen tv i mean not everybody but well, i mean, want population it wouldn't be on that <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, it wouldn't have been like as popular. Like, I don't think the show was even filmed in HD back then. And so it is, I guess, well, it taking advantage of what they had, that they could put one on their set. Are you sure, are we sure it's actually plasma screen? Looks like I mean, it was definitely a flat screen. Yeah, but like, it yeah, could not actually. If you look at it. And of course, he also makes his first reference to the heroes that watch his show, which I know becomes a recurring thing during his super pack thing later. He has the banner says heroes with the S as a dollar sign. Okay. Okay. It's a reference. That, okay, that's getting into word. Talks about how uh, truthiness. Truthiness, that's right. Which I think was the word of the year by some dictionary. Okay, and the whole deal with the truthiness thing is that, like, uh, I, the quote is, I believe, I, some people want to tell the news to you. I'm going to feel the news at you. Yep. Which I think is funny. Yep. Um, and I definitely say that truths, um, um, truthiness will, is, is still an idea that's relevant. I mean, I know one of the alternative facts things was said, that's what everybody was thinking of. The thing is, I feel like, I have to say the alternative facts thing, I felt like she was just saying he gave facts that were not the ones that he mentioned but he yeah. just phrased it wrong and so like the thing that spawned it was harriet myers who i looked up i knew that she was george bush nominee for the supreme court but um that was but she was working as the as a lawyer or counsel for the bush white house and had worked for George W. Bush before, but didn't have any federal judiciary experience, which I guess is why people thought mm. she was unqualified. And so I guess because George Bush said that he knew in his heart that he was he right. Knew, which, I think it was he knew her heart. Yeah. Which is funny. A funny way to and of course, Iraq is the obvious thing because people felt like that was just based on feelings yeah. rather than facts. Feels right to take down Saddam. It is kind of funny thinking about the facts. Don't care about your feelings. Yeah, to me, that's an interesting thing is... Uh, it's obviously Colbert reports like parroting conservative rhetoric, but to me, it would almost feel like the conservative rhetoric has changed from kind of uh, yeah. like being feeling based to uh, fact or supposedly like, yeah. fact and logic based would be the main selling point. Yep. And he says the thing about there being more nerve endings in the stomach than the head. And he says, 
well, I don't know if that's true, but it feels true. And I don't say it might be true, given that I'm not sure how many nerve endings. Would, of course, it depends on how we define the head. And probably across mm -hmm. everything, there might be more. There's definitely more neurons. Because well, if I brain. punch you right now, would you rather get punched in the head or the stomach? I don't know. Want to test? No. Okay. And we have Bobby, the stage manager, show up, who comes a recurring character, but does not survive till the end for reasons I'm not going to spoil, I guess. Bobby get killed? Yeah, I think he does get killed. By Colbert? Yes, I think it is by Colbert. The gun? I don't know if it's with a gun. But... Yeah, and... I feel like, side tangent, I think guns are a funny weapon to kill people with. Like, I mean, like, I don't want to kill people with a gun, but I think, like, in terms of comic, I think guns are a funny thing to shoot. Like, it's a good joke, you know? Okay. It doesn't yeah. detract from a joke. Yeah, but... And Bobby is played by one of Colbert's writers, who didn't stick around till the end, so he could have showed up if he wanted mm -hmm. to. He could have strangled him or something. Okay, and then that leads into the threat down, which... Flu, which avian flu. Avian flu is the fourth. Wasn't there like the no? That was monkey. Wasn't there also a bird flu earlier this year? Probably. I don't. I think it was a big deal for a lot of aviaries. And of course, he says it's a thing about cockfighting, and he talks uses the term cockthusiast, which I remember he used later, but I didn't realize it was something he made up in the mm. first episode. Callbacks are important. Yeah, or maybe they're just the writer just like jokes and they reuse them because they don't. No, callbacks are important. Yeah, you can't. And, get the, you can't understand. And of course, the plot this down is. Odd because no bears, no bears. Although he does mention bear baiting in the list of sports, I wonder if that was intentional or not. Does that count? And then he mentions, oh, that was number five. This is number four. Is internet? He is the basketball, and the threat is that the Toronto Raptors are Canadian. Yeah, not American. So he puts them on notice, and that's a big thing: is things being on notice. That yeah. watch out, watch out, Canadians. Yeah. And threat three you. is toilet training babies. I don't really have much to say that. Or two is Greek letter hurricanes, but he does bring it to an on beyond zebra. And because I liked that book as a kid, I have to wonder if because I do remember that my parents brought up Colbert to me back in 2005, but I can't remember if they brought up this because I can't imagine because it feels like it would be perfect. But is yours the first letter in on beyond zebra? Yep, it is the first. What's yes. the last one? I mean, technically, the last one is that one really big letter, and they tell you to say what that stands for, but I forget what the mm. actual. I wish it is a shame that On Beyond Zebra is one of the books that they stopped making because I... Is because, it racist? I mean, maybe, but I felt like it was less so than some of the other ones. I mean, I guess okay. like the Nazm of Basm was probably the thing they thought was too much. Okay. And threat one is James Brady protesting the Florida gun law. And I'm pretty sure that gun law, it seems like, is the Stand Your Ground law, which became infamous in George Martin... I mean, George Zimmerman shooting of Trayvon Martin a few years later George so. R. R. Martin shot somebody no he didn't that's terrible um and uh, I thought he only wrote almost he only tried to write Game of Thrones yeah well yeah. we did finish A Game of Thrones which is the first book well, yeah, well, I mean, Song he, of didn't, Ice. he didn't finish A Song of Ice and Fire because yeah. he was too busy shooting people I guess I guess and so I guess that's something that comes back and of course he's like what got into James Brady and which, yeah, I think that's the yeah, first, it was a right yeah and since uh, we watched this on an upload that had the full show, it had the Colbert trivia fact, which I have to imagine we're probably in the other ones, but we'll probably miss out yeah. on those because we won't see them exactly as they aired. Colbert, uh, and, yeah, and oh, now the interview was with Stone Phillips, Stone Phillips who seems like funny. he left his job in 2007, and mm. uh, he did come back to be on the last episode, and he doesn't seem to what's bad that, that one guy uh, in the, afterwards. What's that one guy in the office like that kind of looks like Stone Phillips? I'm not sure. Michael's think... boss, David West, is it? I did it. I haven't seen that at the office. Okay. It seems like they said that he 
might have considered Stone Phillips an inspiration for the Colbert character, so that, or for his reporter satire on The Daily Show, so that might have been why. I mean, they look alike. Yeah, the they do. He calls them pencil neck, right? Yeah, called, yeah pencil neck. And he uses the word geekdom, which feels like kind of like something you would say in the future. Mm -hmm. It brings up his Emmy and his Peabody. I assume those are from The Daily Show. Yeah. Never know. <laughs> I mean, I feel Oh, like... there's so to verify. And then he says, like, is Stone... Phillips asks a question he himself can't answer. I mean, I always thought it was kind of a dumb argument against God because I feel like there's nothing that God can't move. So, like, he would be choosing not to move it if it was something he couldn't move. I think. I think God can't beat God at rock, paper, scissors. Because have you ever tried to play rock, paper, scissors in the mirror? <laughs> have you ever lost? I lost won. once, but I can't figure out how to do that again. <laughs> and then he, like, goes after Stephen Colbert. I mean, Stone Phillips God? goes I mean, Stone Phillips goes oh, after... I mean, no, I mean, Colbert goes after Stone Phillips for not wearing a tie. Mm. Which, I mean, yeah, it is interesting, I guess. I wonder about if not ties will ever become completely outmoded. Yeah, I don't know. They talk about a very good triple Windsor. I'm gonna look up... Is the Win I think the Windsor not was named after King Edward VIII after he resigned. So it's kind of a loser nut, <laughs> is what you're saying. Yeah, kind of. Or a traitor nut, or... I think to me the name Windsor is a lie. They should really go back to the uh, what is it, the Hanover Sex Coburg Gotha. Okay, this is a so this is a citation needed thing, but it claims that the some people in the British Armed Forces don't like using the knot, but that's citation needed, so I'm not sure. Okay. Is Stone yeah. Phillips in the British Armed Forces? No. Oh. Um, dang. And then it has the question about. Day of the days there's no dateline in Law and Order, and he gives up. What's what is the third one? I don't know. I mean, I'm not gonna look that up right now. Well, what was what are the other days? Thursday, Saturday. Yeah, maybe Sunday. I'm not sure. Did he say Sunday? No, he didn't say. He didn't say the third one. Yeah. So, um. Okay, and uh, of course, this one they had like two parts of the interview. I'm not sure if that's just because they didn't have as much written, or because they just thought, have the gravitas off, which is pretty funny. Yeah. I don't like the pun Nathaniel came up with is work your gravitas off. Well, I did come up with that. Yeah, I feel like that would have been funny. And, been and I can funny. definitely imagine them saying that. Yeah. Uh, I had something. Mother Teresa responded to these charges. I, I mean, just thought it was funny given the Hitchens criticized Mother Teresa and people did that afterwards. I'm not sure if they were aware of that or not. Or, I mean, she's falling out of favor mostly. Yeah, yeah kind of. I mean, it seems like it's just that people... I mean, I feel like maybe people didn't know as much about it because it's funnier if it's Mother Teresa being yeah. out. And, uh, of course, I think she was dead by this time, too. So. You wrote pre-clickbait. Because I guess I thought it sounded like clickbait titles. Yeah. Is this before clickbait? Has clickbait always been funny? I mean, I'm sure there were some things. Like, I mean, you could even just say provocative titles. Yeah. Um, and the last segment at the end, I don't think he continued really doing these that much. And it was fairly long in this one because he also showed off the painting. But it was talking about how Peter Mayhew became That's an American how Mayhew citizen. Spoke? Yep, that's how do you think it was spelled? Like a like a M A H I E U, which is another way to spell it. I think I that's e I oh, think, oh like French Mehu. Yeah, which I think is how uh like uh the character Badger in Breaking Bad spells it. <laughs> Gonna look up. Um. No, it's not. It's not okay. So I'm just making stuff up. Yeah. I apologize okay. for making stuff up. So, going into the first episode, what do you think about... Going into the first episode? What do you think about 
what I think about the things to come. I mean, he's definitely got the formula. I mean, yeah, it's it's so. funny. It's funny right away, which uh, is amazing yeah. for a comedy show because being funny is hard and it's hard to do that for a stretch. I do talk about the word. I'm pretty sure that's based on how Bill O'Reilly had the segment where he would say things and there would be like little mem- bullet points, <laughs> a talking points memo, okay. which also became the name of a liberal site that made fun of Fox News. The so. word? No, talking points memo. Okay. Okay. Points. So this was memo. our first episode. All right, now we're going to move into the second episode. No, don't do that just yet. And that's the first episode.